All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Monday, March 15th. More stimulus payments should be going out this week, hitting those bank accounts. I know a lot of you are still waiting on your checks. I just want to remind you here at the top of the video, check out the IRS Get My Payment tool to see the latest status on your stimulus. I will keep an ear to the ground for any stories about delays or problems people are experiencing. I'll keep checking the comments and getting input from everyone watching. But in terms of helping you figure out what's going on with your check, the IRS is simply going to have better data than I do about your specific situation. That website is supposedly up and running today to get my payment tool. Be sure to leave a note if you have time down in the comments below to let us know whether you were able to get any helpful information about your payment. Again, please be patient here. If the Get My Payment tool isn't working for you today, give it a couple days. You know how the IRS is. But I want to spend the bulk of my time today talking about what's next for the Biden administrations and the Democratic Party's legislative agenda for 2021. Well, no surprise to you, it's that infrastructure bill. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg gave some initial insights into what's going on with the infrastructure bill earlier today. He said, conversations are taking place right now. Oval Office meetings with the president, leaders from both parties, from both houses. It's fair to say that in short order, you're going to be seeing more. He also noted the infrastructure bill would be coming up against a September deadline to authorize funding for surface transportation. He didn't say exactly what the ideal timeline was, but he did say that they won't be waiting around. Now, this was meant to be the biggest infrastructure-related news of the day, right? The Transportation Secretary giving a sneak peek at the upcoming transportation bill. But there was arguably an even bigger scoop picked up after the official event. Democratic Senator Ben Cardin was there, and he was recorded telling Buttigieg that ultimately it's going to be put together similar to the recent stimulus package, meaning that it will likely be passed through budget reconciliation. I know that phrase has come a lot, has come up a lot on my channel recently. Some of you may remember the details of that process from what happened with the American Rescue Plan Act, the stimulus package. But the most important thing about working through reconciliation is that legislation can be passed in the Senate with just 50 votes instead of the 60 you usually need to overcome the filibuster. Now, the flip side of that is that there are limits to what you can include in a reconciliation bill. For example, the $15 an hour minimum wage was struck from the American Rescue Plan. And it's obviously not the most bipartisan option, right? But if Democrats feel like Republicans are too far away from what they want this package to include, if they don't think there's enough common ground there, then they probably won't hesitate to take their ball and go home and pass the infrastructure package themselves, just like they did with the stimulus package. So this is something to keep an eye on over the next few weeks. We've been getting little hints here and there about what's going to be in this bill. And as Buttigieg mentioned, we'll likely get some more concrete details in the near future. We haven't seen a specific price tag for the infrastructure package yet, but it will likely bear some similarities to the roughly $2 trillion plan Biden referenced when he was campaigning for president. So you do the math, right? We just passed a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. We could pass another multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill later this year. The deficit has been increasing for years, and someone still has to pay for that. And Bloomberg reported today that President Biden is looking at some options for major tax increases to cover some of these provisions and potentially bring the deficit back down over the next few years. Obviously, none of this is official yet, but their sources claim that the current plan is to increase corporate taxes from 21 to 28 percent 
bump the income tax up for people who earn more than $400,000 per year, raise capital gains taxes for those with incomes over a million dollars a year, and generate additional revenue from things like estate taxes and taxes on LLCs. Of course, there isn't much Republican support for repealing Trump's tax cuts, let alone introducing all these new increases. And Biden might also face some pushback from elements of his own party, especially if he tries to make this happening while the economy is still struggling. But ultimately, some of these provisions were laid out pretty clearly during the Biden campaign. You can see a few of them right now on the Biden website. So this is something uh, I've been expecting Biden to pivot to at some point earlier on in his administration. Now, one problem that comes up when you increase corporate taxes is that those corporations, oftentimes, they'll just move somewhere else. The Washington Post reported today that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is trying to get ahead of that issue by negotiating for a global minimum tax on multinational corporations. Again, this is a very early look at what they might be trying to do. That plan hasn't really taken shape yet, but that could become a really important mechanism for countries around the world to keep tax rates high without feeling like they're going to be undercut by someone else. The average corporate tax rate fell from roughly 40% in 1980 to just 23% in 2020. So this trend of cutting taxes to attract investment has completely changed the landscape in terms of corporate taxation. Nobel Prize winning economist Joseph Stiglitz said, it's a little like the Paris Climate Accord of Taxes. Every country thinks it can steal businesses from others by lowering taxes, and the only beneficiary of that race at the bottom has been the richest multinational corporations. So Yellen's working through the OECD, that's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which includes most of the developed countries worldwide. And the idea is that companies will want to stay in those locate locations even if it means paying higher taxes. Again, this is something Yellen has supported for a while, and it could end up being a major accomplishment for the Biden administration if it helps build a more level playing field and a more predictable playing field with respect to corporate taxation. All right, everybody, that's what I have for you today. Hopefully everyone will get their stimulus payments here uh, in the next week or so via direct deposit. And for those of you waiting for paper checks and debit cards, sit tight, check get my payments. The House is in session this week. After that, there won't be any floor votes until April 13th. And similarly, the Senate will be adjourning at the end of next week. So there will probably be a lull in new legislation and news from the Capitol, but the Democrats will continue to work on their broader agenda for the year. So we may not start to hear more about the infrastructure bill, the tax increases, and other legislative priorities. As always, I want to thank you so much for watching to the end. I really do appreciate your support, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.